Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome, Chris. Welcome to Unchained and Untamed. I'm so excited to have you here. I personally know you as my coach's incredible husband. I have had the honor of working with you one-on-one as well, and you have helped me bring this podcast to life. And I'm so excited for my guests to meet you and hear your story and the wisdom that you have to share and the ways that you're going to be helping them. And a little bit that I'm going to share about you is that your mission is to awaken the power within each person he can possibly, he or she can possibly be so they can discover and experience the God or source within you live by the values of joy, love, and growth. He is an entrepreneur, strategic advisor, a life and a business coach, and loves to create solutions for our most important life questions that you do. I've personally experienced that. Christopher has interviewed over 800 guests on his podcast and over the last decade of being in business, he has launched courses and programs. He currently lives in Henderson, Nevada, together with his wife, Petia, and their dog, Baby. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Leona. Grateful to be here, and we're going to have a lot of fun. This is going to be a uh, a unique interview perspective I was sharing with you right before the the podcast about how uh, you know you're going to be interviewing a lot of powerful women who are doing great work, and probably some men along the way. But uh, we have a very special relationship because we have been working on this process of launching your podcast, and it has been an absolute honor and a joy uh, to see you grow, to see you step into your power to step into your voice and truly get this out into the world so super grateful to be here and to serve our audience thank you thank you chris thank you so much and thank you for helping bring this possible and i'm excited for you to show other women what is possible as well so tell us a bit about your journey and what brought you to this point what made you decide to do that what you're doing yeah well i i I really bring it back to around 20 years old. I'm going through college. I have my uh, electrical engineering degree that I'm about to graduate with. I start up a net, start in a network marketing company. I'm doing sales, learning about personal development. Meanwhile, I'm trying to live this kind of split life, right? I'm uh, on one hand, I'm growing into the best version of myself that I can be, and on the other, I am going to parties and raves and getting into trouble, getting arrested multiple times, and uh it was that final straw of uh getting arrested at a rave and uh end up going to a prison for uh, around 40 42 hours or so, and I didn't know what was going to happen with with my life. It was a, uh, you know, potential um serious life-threatening, life-altering uh, charge that could have been brought against me. And, uh, it was in that moment. I really, I said, God, like I am totally screwing everything up. You set my life up for like super success, happiness, um, amazing people around me, so much love in my family. And I am throwing it all away and, uh, help me 
help me through this moment, help me through this time. Um, you know, I had to call my, my mom while I was there and just like felt this, this utter defeat and shame and, uh, brokenheartedness of, of who I was being and becoming and the choices I was making. It was from that point of pain, right. That rock bottom that I feel like so many of us get to get to of saying no more. That's when I really started to change my life and uh, ultimately set out on a quest to be the best version of myself and serve others in that process. Took me through a journey of hosting my own podcast. I used to do 12-hour live streams and, um, and these these weekly marathons. I do did 138 of them, interviewed 800 guests over that period of time. And uh, I just, I love personal development. I love self-mastery. I love business and uh, currently working together with my wife on our, our company, Abundance Activated. And we're really focusing on empowering six-figure, soulful coaches, healers, and entrepreneurs um, to, to grow, to make a bigger impact and to create more abundance in their life. And it brings me a lot of joy. I love helping out with operations, marketing, and, and growing the company and love helping people to get their message out there with podcasting, launching websites, courses, all that good stuff as well. Wow. What a powerful story. I didn't even know all of those parts of the story. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So for the, for the person, for the woman, I mostly have women here um, or whoever who is at their rock bottom, what is what advice would you give to them to start doing so they don't stay there? Because sometimes it can feel overwhelming. While I know I'm at a place of pain, I know I'm at a place of rock bottom. Where do I go from here? Mm, that's a great question. And for me, I was surrounded by people who wouldn't tolerate me staying there. And I think that that's really key because sometimes our environment and people around us can actually uh, enable us to stay in that place of victimhood. And I have continuously, relentlessly, tenaciously, freaking unstoppably <laughs> sought out the best people to have in my life ever since I've started this journey, because I knew that was the solution. The more I surround myself with people, you know, seven figure business owners, if I have four, seven figure business owner, best friends, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be the fifth, right? You're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. You've probably heard that before. Uh, but the, the advice I would give is like, make it a non-negotiable to surround yourself with better people. You don't need to surround yourself with seven figure business owners but at least people who see better for you than you currently might see for yourself and won't allow you to just continuously to stay in, in that place of defeat. Now, um, we, we went through a season of grieving this last year, Leona, and I've gone through many hardships and rock bottoms and grieving, but uh, we, we had a miscarriage this year and it was very challenging. And uh, in, in that place, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to like do anything about it. I was praying. I was asking God for guidance and trusting that I would get through it. But ultimately, I, I like didn't really want to do anything about it, but I trusted. And so I think that's the key is like, as long as you trust in, in things working out, you don't have to have an answer today, but do something right? Get out of bed, go to the gym, like have a conversation with someone, right? Talk about it, get it off your chest. Um, that's what I would recommend is like, have faith in a bigger picture that you will get through it. Because if you don't have faith that like, if, if you keep battling with, I don't know if I will get through this, I don't know if things will get better. That's a really tough place to be in. You have to have some source of, of hope and positivity. Go find other people who have been in worse situations than you and hear their story 
right? That'll give you some perspective. That'll give you some clarity. Um, but also serving others is a really great way to get out of our own pain and our own misery is by taking the focus off of us and saying, how can I go serve others? How can I go find people who are who are homeless, who have gone through abuse, who are um, struggling financially, whatever it might be, and go contribute to them, whether it's with money, time, love, or just listening to them. Uh, it's a really great way to get through it as well. Wow. That was jam packed full of goodness and so powerful. And you're right. You know, when we go help and serve others, sometimes that does a complete perspective shift. And, you know, I feel like the term of we become like the five people we surround ourselves with gets like thrown around kind of like a cotton candy statement, but it really does have a powerful impact of how we begin to show up as who we are. And so when you also mentioned about like, the miscarriage. And I'm so sorry that you guys went through that. Um, and you felt like you didn't want to do anything about it. So a lot of times, and I know I've done this and in human nature, we can tend to go into hiding. Like when we face difficult things or shame comes up, like that's a big one. If I feel like I'm failing somebody or I'm failing in a certain area, I tend to want to hide. So what, what would you say to help the person that feels like, because that is, that keeps you in a frozen state. Like there's no action being taken. And we know that we're coming from a disempowered place. So how would you like, how walk us through what you would suggest to somebody who's in that place of pain and they feel like hiding or feel like nobody understands them? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I I really feel so many people are having a challenge with this because there's so much pressure to show up in a certain way um, on social media, especially, right? I got I got burnt out from social media and I, I really got into a place of hiding, yes, and also um, nurturing myself, nourishing myself, loving myself, not needing to do it for anyone else but me, right? And finding, refinding my pure reason of why I'm doing things and and uh, remembering that because that I feel like pulls you more than anything through the discomfort, the fear, the shame, the guilt, whatever it might be. So number one, I'd, I'd say it's like reconnect with why are you doing it? And especially if you're feeling burnt out or overwhelmed or afraid, reconnect with that. Um, so also I, I really acknowledge you, Leona, because I know you've gone through this journey of owning your voice, right? And stepping into this light of of sharing other people's journey and what's going on in their world and wisdom for your audience. And uh, I know it hasn't been the easiest. I know there's been moments where you've wanted to hide and, and uh, avoid like really owning your power, owning your gifts, owning your voice, right? And uh, that was one of the, the biggest honors that I had on my podcast when I was running it, this 12-hour live stream podcast um, was supporting people who I often supported people who didn't have uh, a lot of experience in getting their message out there. And it was such an honor to encourage them to, to motivate them, to inspire them, to get up there and get, get out there. So I'm really blessed because I I went to Toastmasters. It's a really great place to practice your speaking. Toastmasters uh, is has a like thousands and thousands of local clubs all around the world where you can go and develop your ability to speak in public, to uh, articulate yourself well, to speak off the cuff, to prepare speeches and get your point across and things like that. So that was one of the foundation places because I did not always speak like this, Leona. I was I I turned beet red, bright red uh, when I had to speak in front of a group, in front of an audience 
audience in high school and especially in college, right? I, I cared so much about what people thought that uh, it was one of the most like difficult things. And it's like one of those things where you get up there and then the next moment you're off and you're like, what did I just say? What just happened? Like, I have no idea what just happened. You know, it's like just boof blank. Um, so that was, that's, that. I haven't always been like this, but practice, right? It's the unsexy thing. I think a lot of people are looking for a sexy solution to transform, to get out of fear, to overcome their uh, not speaking their truth, right? And uh, it's practice. So I would say take on the, the the biggest, scariest things that you are afraid of, right? If you're afraid of talking to attractive uh, person, masculine person, like, you know, for me, I, I was afraid of talking to women when I was in, in college too. So guess what I did? I went to Cal State Fullerton in Southern California. I, I made a goal to talk to 50 women and ask them for their phone numbers in, in a single day. And I didn't, I didn't even stick around long enough for them, for some of them to respond or for some of them to give me the phone number, right? Some of them actually wanted to give me their phone numbers. Surprise, surprise, right? It's like a lot of, lot of averages. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I did that, right? And it felt like such an exhilarating rush, right? So that was one thing. Uh, but another thing of like conquering the fear, like like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, conquer the fear is is universal, right? Be courageous, be brave, have the support, um, be willing, be open, tell someone you're going to do something and then they will hold you accountable to it. Like a vision keeper, the more people you tell it to, uh, as long as you do it and follow through, don't just tell people and then not follow through. You got to actually have an intention to follow through. But uh, another thing that I did is I went to Santa Monica Pier in Southern California. And I Facebook live myself walking up to random women, uh, you know, attractive women and asking for a kiss on Facebook live. <laughs> and it was the most uncomfortable thing ever. Oh my gosh. Like I thought, I thought the, um, you know, asking for a phone number was bad at Cal State Fullerton. This was like next level. I was squirming like so much. It was so uncomfortable, but uh, it was, it was so powerful that guess what, Leona, the next month I met my wife. Oh my gosh. The next oh month after God. I did that, that like staring fear in the face. And as a, as Sean Cannell, who's a great uh, YouTube uh, teacher, teaches about building YouTube profiles, pun I punched fear in the face. You know, I just said, nope, I'm not, not tolerating this. I'm, I'm going to overcome this. And so I think that that's a big thing, you know, is have people around you who are going to hold you to a higher standard, set up intentional circumstances and acts where you punch fear in the face and you lean into your, your fears and overcome them. And, uh, just keep, keep having that faith as well is, is super big is like, see life on the other side of it. When you have gotten through that, have a, why have something that pulls you a dream, taking care of your family, being able to travel, having the freedom impacting people's lives, you know, have something that really pulls you through those uncomfortable moments. Wow. Well, I mean, you just inspired me to go face all of my fears all at once. <laughs> like you, I thought I was an overachiever, but you definitely take it next level, which we already know because I mean, I experienced it because when you've had me walk through some things, I'm over here like, can we stop now? And it's like, no, 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 we're mm -hmm. continuing to go. But how incredible is that? though, that you met Patia a month after you faced your fears. That That is yeah. so inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm actually doing Toastmasters this winter 
So yes. yes. And I'm taking one of my clients with me. So it's, it encourages us all to know that, you know, when we hear, cause sometimes we tend to think, you know, oh yeah, the, it's great. They can do it because mm. we didn't, we're not seeing where they were previously, you mm. know, with everything. And so also us having our why and why we're doing that, that's our, why really does need to be strong enough to make us cry, you know, yeah. it's got to yeah. hit in that spot. So what is, I would love to hear what is one of the greatest pieces of advice that you have gotten? Mm. I mean, there's so, so many really, um, what is resonating with me? So, uh, I would say a question that I have been asking myself that I've, I've heard from multiple people, but it's also in the gap in the game by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Um, and, uh, the question was in this example of a, I think it was like a rowing team, like a boat rowing team. And they were attempting to get their time faster so that they could win. Right. Mm -hmm. And so every question, every, every choice that they made was filtered through a single decision. Does this make the boat go faster? Does eating this meal, does eating the, the fruit loops make the boat go faster or does eating the oatmeal without any, you know, sugar, or extra stuff, make the go boat go faster? Does staying up late make the boat go faster or does getting a good night's sleep make the boat go faster, right? Does taking a cold shower and strengthening my, my mind make the go boat go faster or does taking a nice comfy warm shower, right? Uh, so I, I've really shifted my life to to start filtering through a powerful question like that as far as what is my highest priority and the advice and the recommendation that has worked for me. Uh, and I've I've battled with this so much because I've been a shiny object person like crazy, Leona. I've, I've of course, I've done my hiding, my fair share of hiding. But uh, I think another challenge for a lot of people is that shiny object. And there's so many opportunities, so many things to take action on today. There's like, we are literally programmed to um, have our attention get diverted from what's important to us, right? Like social media sucks our attention. It is designed to steal our life force. It's, it's there to change. It's literally programmed to change our behaviors so that we are more inclined to buy certain things and believe certain things and take certain actions, right? And so it's like, okay, if I'm living in this world where everything wants to take my attention and have me do something else other than what is true to me and what's what what do I want, right? That's another great question, especially for women. What do I want? <laughs> because that is a question that most don't take the time to answer. What do I want? What, is, what do I want my life to look like? What do I want my vision to be? A uh, big exercise we've done together, I think multiple times, is like writing out, like, what is what are the dreams? What are the goals? How do you break that down into bite-sized steps? You know, 12 months, six months, months, three months, one month, all that, all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So asking yourself, what do you want is really big, but ultimately that's all going to the filter through what is the, the, the number one most important thing in your life, because, uh, we get to prioritize. We can't say everything is equal. We can't say, um, that, you know, I, I want to do everything at once because that's not how our human design was, was built, you know, and uh, that's another part of owning your voice. Right. And, and I've recently been going through this in my spiritual walk that, uh, you know, I've, I've been a modern into modern spirituality for about a decade, you know, since that kind of like rock bottom moment, but, uh, didn't like go to church and, and wasn't, I read the Bible like two years ago, two or three years ago, like, you know, read the whole, whole Bible all the way through. And, um, 
even after that, though, like I could still feel some resistance about my relationship with God using the word Jesus or Jesus Christ, Christ, I could say Christ consciousness, because that was like more new agey, but, you know, like uh, a relationship with Jesus Christ, so to speak, the, the figure. Um, and, you know, everyone can believe what they believe. But for me, it was like this felt difficult. Right. And uh, I think to, to own my voice of like, what do I want? Okay. I want a, uh, a God filled life. I want a life where I'm truly being my best self. And I, I surrender to God using me every single day in the best way possible to, to give, to serve, to love, whatever it might be. And, uh, even for people who are doing good work in the world, and I want to hand it back to you and hear your perspective, but even people who are doing good work in the world, um, What's important is that we ask ourselves, would God have me do this? Is this what God wants? Or is it what my ego wants? Is it what I want? Is it what I choose, right? And it's like, those are two very different places and they might look the same. This, it might be the actual same action, but the intention and the source of it is is different. So um, I wanted to share that because that that's been a really powerful journey. And I'm still grappling with that to this day to, to be the best servant I can for people around me to rise up and, and shine and, and, uh, carry out my mission here. Wow. Yes. And it is, I know you asked me that questions and those questions, and I actually wrote them down and I have them here in my office, you know, with, is this what God wants from me? And yeah. it's amazing how often our ego shows up we're not aware of how much our ego is there until you start asking yourself that question. And like you, I love how you said it might be the same thing. You're just coming from a different place now. That's yeah. where it's going to be different. And you gave so much like you gave, but the part where you were saying about the social media, I think there's a lot of like, not, there's not a lot of awareness going on. It's like a black hole that people are being sucked into of they, they compare and especially women, you know, we were like, oh, and, and it is for men too. I don't want to disregard that of like, we tend to compare or think we have nothing to bring forward when it's actually just starting to take that step of action and coming back also to ourself. And when you said, what do I want? It makes me think, um, other day I heard this quote move out of the window and in front of the mirror. And mm. he said, um, a lot of times you are so busy watching other people. You don't even know what you want. So get in front of the mirror. That's your only competition and ask yourself, what do you want? He goes, you might not even know what it is. And I, it was just, it blew my mind because I thought, how often do we truly do that? Thank goodness, because I do have your beautiful wife who is always, you know, in asking me the questions. I am not at that place, but there was a time in my life where I didn't know what I wanted. Somebody asked me, I probably would have given them ideas of, you know, what everybody else, what everybody else thought I should want in my life. And yeah. so um, I want to thank you for like, all of these good wisdom <laughs> nugget fold answers that you've given. And so one, another question, like one going towards the end of this, even though I want to like continue going on forever is um, what would you say to the woman who says, you know, I, I feel like I want to, I'm going to actually rephrase this question because this is a better question. A lot of us tend to, we're almost at that point of, okay, I'm going to do some action, like the itty bitty action. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And then 
it's like dip my toe in the water. And then it's like, Ooh, things start to get scary. We start to self-sabotage and we start to backpedal. And so what would you say to the person who she is like, she starts doing something, but she's not seeing the results that she wants to see. And so she begins to self-sabotage. Like, how would you walk her through that process? Mm. I think it's, it's very contextual based on someone's circumstances and and what is working and what isn't working. I, I would get really get clear on that, right? What's working. Let's, mm-hmm. let's focus on that and what is not working and let's go address those things that let's, let's have the encouragement of what is working, right? Cause I think sometimes we can say everything isn't working. I'm making no progress. Uh, again, going to uh, the gap in the gain. You, you, a lot of us tend to be in the gap about our thinking, which is comparing ourselves to an ideal of where we should be. And that is very disempowering versus comparing ourselves to where we have come from. And that is very empowering because we see all the progress we've made, all the time that we've put in. So um, that's number one is like, what kind of thinking are you in? Are you in a gap thinking or are you in a gain thinking? And the more you do that gain thinking, which is comparing where you are to where you have come, man, just you're going to be empowered to to keep going. Okay. So that's one. Uh, But the other thing is like going back to the, to the why, why are you doing what you're doing? And are you, are you really focused on that? And, and be honest with yourself. Are you, are you really going to do whatever it takes to make that happen? And can you look yourself in the mirror, going back to what you said, Leona, can you look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm willing to do whatever it takes and just stand there and just be there with yourself? Because if you're not able to look yourself in the mirror, if you're not able to answer that question with honesty, feeling the the conviction, then chances are that something's not right. Something's not aligned. And, and you get to relook at that. You get to relook at why are you choosing that goal or that dream or, or that thing, right? And uh, the last thing I'll share is about environment. So when you have an environment that supports you and, and doesn't cause friction towards you achieving your goal, then you're more likely to achieve it. But when you're in an environment and whether that's physical, whether that's, you know, you look around your room and things are clean or it's an absolute mess and chaos, right? That that environment is influencing how well you are able to achieve your dreams and your goals, right? So if it's messy, it's going to be more difficult. You're going to have more subconscious resistance. What about the people? Are the people in your life empowering you and encouraging you and having you feel supported towards your dreams or do they doubt you? Do they make fun of you? Do they criticize you for like you saying what is truly important to you? Going back back to that question, what do I want? What do I desire? What's important to me? Are you able to share that with the closest five people in your life? If not, chances are that person environment, that, that people environment that you're around is not actually healthy for you. And you get to do whatever it takes to get yourself into a healthy place. That's the ultimate form of self, self-care is like reducing time from toxic people. You know, sometimes it might be family or parents or whatever it might be. And it's like, you can't necessarily cut those people out of your life completely. Although some very successful, happy, fulfilled people do. And they say, listen, I love you, but as long as you're going to do what you do, like we're, we're going to see each other once a year or hardly ever. Right. Um, so it's like the physical environment, the people environment. And then lastly is going to be the mental environment, right? Like how you think, So Leona, this podcast, what you're doing, helping people become unchained, untamed, unashamed, unapologetic, like all these things, right? Like you are, you are unleashing the arsenal on women so that they can feel in love with themselves, right? And in love with who they are being and becoming. Uh, So it's like surround ourselves with an idea environment, reading the books, 
watching or absolutely not watching the shows and trash and stuff that continues to program us into being a consumer versus a creator, right? Like, I think that's a big distinction of consciousness is am I consumer consciousness where I just constantly look for more things and more things to buy, more things to watch, more things to, you know, like receive from others, or am I creating? Am I serving? Am I adding value? Am I uh, creating conversations? Am I creating a space for people to feel seen and heard? Am I creating a, a a weekly circle of women who get together and you know encourage each other, whatever it might be? So um, have that physical environment, the people environment, and the thinking environment, but also switch from being a consumer to being a creator. Mm. Wow! And you know those are things that if we're not aware of and we're just in it, then we will just keep going, not understanding and realizing why, you know, not understanding the true depth of the impact that it has on us. And that's also, you know, why I have my organization business. Cause I feel like when you organize and you have an organized environment, then you can show up better in your life because there's not a disarray happening. And I feel like so many women are going to find this so helpful because sometimes we complicate it. You know, we think it's, oh, we have to do all these things when it's really simplifying it down to the simple steps of really what is going to make a difference and an impact in your life. And so in upon wrapping this up, I have one final question that I really do want to ask you because many of us, and I know that I have my perfectionist Patty who loves to take control of my life. What would you say um, to help us release the perfection in life and show up as like allow ourselves to make mistakes and and let life be messy because women are chaotic and mm. most of them i mean there's definitely flow and we bring beauty to the world and we're very creative but we're we're also chaotic and a lot of us are trying to put ourselves in a box when that is actually suppressing who she is when she is meant to be untamed and unchained and unapologetic and unshamed and for her really to step into her truest potential. So can you give us some advice on what you have to say so they can show up more powerfully? Yes, I'm happy to. First though, Leona, I would love to hear your perspective on that question and your advice to the woman who's listening right now who needs to hear that from you. What would you share? Oh my, I did not see that turnaround coming. <laughs> nice, nice, great, great. Hot seat. What I would say to her is always go with inside of yourself and visit your little girl because that is where, like, I know for myself personally, um, my little girl was very hurt and she was very suppressed. And so she likes to run the show and she wanted to keep everything safe. And the way that I grew up, it was like, don't voice, make everybody else happy. And in that I like shut down and I did, I, it was like, don't make mistakes, make everybody else happy, calm the waters, like show up perfectly. And everything is going to work out. Everything except for myself is going to work out is what's going to happen. And so when I hit my rock bottom with it and I began my healing journey in all of that, the num one of the number one things that helped me was obviously hiring a coach, like don't even try to do this journey by yourself unless you want to, unless you have patience, not recommended because we are meant to do life together. You, you need that reassurance. You need that wisdom. You need them seeing your blind spot. And like you talked, touched on it earlier, 
um, also is going in and doing your inner child healing. Cause when I saw, you know, the little girl version of me, because the, like the healed version of me, she's very messy. I am here to be untamed and unchained. I am here to ripple the water. I am here to rock the boat and make the waves. And when I became aware of that, it was very scary for me. And I needed, you know, reassurance and I needed the community to help me. However, if you don't go back inside of yourself and heal those wounds, then you're always going to be controlled by that version of yourself. And so it's something that I still remind myself you know, it's okay to make mistakes, use your voice, because when you're not at the end of the day, you truly are taking not only away from yourself, but from those around you, because each and every one has some, has something to offer to this world. And that's why I'm so passionate because you all have a potential and I'm like, let's unleash it and let's unlock it and be untamed and go change the world. Mm, mm, mm. So good, Liana. So, so good. And and I really, I want to say two things. One is remember for you listening right now or watching, we are no different than you, right? Leona, myself, my wife, Petya, like we are no different. We have simply been willing to face our fears a little bit longer, right? Whether it's, it's, we're a couple months ahead or a couple years ahead or whatever it might be. We've just been in the game, battling in the ring, in the, on, on the arena, so to speak, um, like with our fears, with our, with our self-sabotage, with our doubts, with our shadow. Right. And so that's, that's the thing I want to remind you is like, whatever you see in people that inspire you, right. Whatever you see on social media or movies or, uh, music, whatever it might be, like if it inspires you, there's something there that's leading you to what's true for you. So take, take heart in that, like care about that, investigate that, get curious about that, play with that. Uh, the other thing is really doubling down on the healing. That is what this world requires more than ever. Leona is that healing is the inner child work is the shadow work. A really great book for this is, um, light shot, light, dark side of the light chasers by Debbie Ford, dark side of the light chasers, um, by Debbie Ford. And it, it really, talks about like how you can, the, the biggest thing that I've learned from it is how I can embrace my shadow as a part of me that's actually good, that's actually valuable, that's actually important. And for me, a big part of that journey has been simply walking to my shadow, the parts of me that I'm most disgusted by, that I, I'm most repulsed by, that I hate, the part that that hides, that, you know, lies, that steals, that cheats, whatever, right? All these things like that, that inner part of me that I want locked away and, and disconnected and cut off and never to see again. When I simply turn to that part and I say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm such an asshole to you. I'm sorry I'm such a dick. Like, I'm sorry, you know, and, and really sincerely, like, can you forgive me? You know, can, can you forgive me? Can, can we do better? Can we make this better? Can we communicate more? Cause I know that part of me, that's a jerk. Well, guess what? That's the part of me who actually stands up for himself when being walked over. Right. And if I am this, you know, glorified people pleaser, and I love being that I love being kind and, and generous and things like that. But if that's all that I am, and I don't have the warrior within me to stand up and fight back when I'm being trespassed or, you know, whatever, like, 
that's not going to work. That's that's I, I am neglecting a part of myself. So I get to recognize that there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for being uh, uh, peaceful in the garden. And then there's time and a place for being a warrior in the garden and, you know, like protecting what's important to me. So I think that that's, that's really key to remember is get in touch with your shadow, get in touch with the aspect of you that has addictions, that has, um, you know, like complaints, that has uh, frustrations, that that is constantly angry or resentment or sad or feels betrayed, feels jealous, all these parts, go in to yourself and say, thank you. And I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Right. So that's, that's definitely super powerful practice. Wow. Yes, that, that is because we, we are rejecting a piece of ourselves and neglecting a part of ourselves. And it's where we go into the war zone. And I know that you, you know, you had taught me that in Mexico about the shadow part of myself, because we know I have a very feisty part of myself as well. And I've learned to appreciate that part of myself too, you know, and so often I feel like many times we fight against those parts of ourself that when we learn to work with it and use it for the greater good, then there we're coming from an empowered place instead of like wronging ourselves constantly and trying to shove it in the back closet. Yet it's like overstuffed trying to come out saying I'm here and it's, it's controlling us. And I think that's going to, I feel like that's going to bring so much freedom for a lot of women listening to this. And I love how you brought out, you know, like if you're inspired, I even use the word, if you feel jealousy, jealousy is always viewed as the bad thing. Jealousy mm. is not a bad thing. Jealousy is simply showing you that they have something that is also within yourself. You just mm. get to go within yourself and unlock it and uncover it, you know? And so I also feel like that's an important message for women to see because oftentimes it's like, oh, I'm jealous and we try to shame ourselves and, you know, try to like suppress it. And it's like, no, what about that person am I jealous about? You know, mm -hmm. you have the very same thing. It might look different, but go unlock that gift within yourself and use it. So, um, yes, working with all of those parts and pieces, I just love what you brought to the table. I love what you brought to this podcast. And one last nugget, what <laughs> advice do you give to the woman who's like, I want to start my podcast and she doesn't know where to start? Because obviously you've helped me and then we're going to say goodbye, even though we could go forever, um, just because I do have women who are wanting to start a podcast. Yeah. So I think the the big thing to figure out is what, what are you willing to, I don't want to say die for, but like, <laughs> what is the topic conversation, um, issue in society, travesty, um, you know, like cause, whatever it might be, what is so near and dear to your heart that you would actually be willing to overcome your fear of yourself, your fear of, of judgment, your fear of, you know, like being, being, uh, labeled and criticized and minimized and all these things, what is important to you enough to go talk about that's, that's first, right? If you want to launch a podcast, why, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to do with your podcast? What kind of an impact do you want to make? If you're not clear on that, then I don't care if you want to, you know, go change a, a billion people's lives. If you don't know why you want to do it or what the, the, end result is and why you would fight through your resistance, then it's not going to happen. So that's, that's super big. If you have a question, reach out to Leona, myself, 
on Instagram at Christopher Colin Burns. You can find me there. Um, and I'm sure Leona can get you my contact or it'll be in the show notes, but, uh, ultimately it's like, you gotta have a strong enough why it like I've, I've, been the yes person where I just say yes to everything and like figure it out later, which is good. It's really good. And the first part of entrepreneurship is like, say yes to everything. At a certain point, you get to start saying no more and more and more and more because you're just taking on too much and you've actually found out what truly aligns with you and what doesn't. Right. So it's like, say yes, say yes to the podcast, say yes to doing it for a year, two years, whatever it might be and and try it and see if it, if it resonates with you, go for it, show up. Um, that would be my recommendation, Leona. Well, thank you. And so where can everybody find you? I mean, I know you mentioned your Instagram, like, is there another place that you would direct them as well or yeah. So um, if, if you resonated with what we're doing with Abundance Activated, you want more abundance, want more impact, uh, check out Petia's website as well. Petia Kolibova, that's P-E-T-I-A-K-O-L-I-B-O-V-A.com. PetiaKolibova.com. Um, and you can find out more about what we do. Listen to Petia's podcast. You know, she's worked with Leona a while and it's it's really been so inspiring seeing you, Leona, your transformation, like how much you've stepped into your gifts, your voice, your power, um, you know, not not letting people walk over you or, you know, anything like that. You are, you're a powerful woman and you become more and more aligned with who you are and what you're here to do and God's mission for you every day. So uh, it's a total, total honor to serve and uh, contribute to your audience and see you launch this podcast, be a part of it. It's, it's really special. So thank you. Thank you. And it has been an honor to have you and thank you for your time and all that of your wisdom and value that you shared with all of us. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.